Welcome back to the Nest and Dorma podcast, everybody. I'm Lee, your usual host. Uh, it's a bit of a different episode because we're just back as a very quick sort of one-off special because regular contributor and regular scouse mouth, Mr. Gary Nail, is here just to do a quick review of the latest Diego Maradona movie that's out, the new documentary from Asif Kapadia, who's responsible for the Senna movie and the Amy Winehouse movie and all of those types and the Oasis movie, Supersonic, which has got some brilliant lines in it. So Gary's had a look at it, and this is him just doing a quick review of it for you all your listening. We may be back again at some point. I can't make any promises, but we might be doing some specials over the next few months. So keep an ear open. Thanks for listening. Thanks for your patience, and I hope you enjoyed this review. Take care. What is the most interesting thing about Diego Maradona? Is it the fact that he's the greatest footballer who's ever played the game? Or is it that he got himself into plenty of bother with drugs, with women, with the general ne- Neapolitanness, one might say, of Naples. Well, I know what I think is the most important thing about Diego Maradona, but the makers of this film, primarily the director, uh, Asif Kapadia, um, concentrates much more on the life of Diego as a man rather than a footballer. So we get an awful lot of the background into the child that he only acknowledged in 2016. We get him photographed with the Camorra, um, the local uh, mafiosa in uh, Naples, like he's the only person ever who's been photographed with these, these men. And we get very little of Maradona actually playing the game. And the, the worst thing about the footage of him playing the game, is that it's all filmed in close-up. So you you kind of see him buffeted by defenders and sort of bouncing and then off one defender into another. You see him scythe down. But what you don't see, of course, is the sublime skill uh, that he had. Although the skill is not unparalleled, so we can kind of imagine that. And if you never saw Maradona play, um, then... He's obviously worth worth seeing for his skill, but we have Messi and we have plenty of others who can dribble and who can shoot and who can um, use their natural balance in the way that Maradona did. But one of the key elements of Maradona's game is his ability to see the entire pitch, to see the match situation, to to be amidst the chaos of a football match, often played on really dreadful pitches with almost no um, real protection from the officials being hacked down, ankles kicked, shins kicked. And yet Maradona, as much on the pitch as in his life, um, is able to, to find some stillness in this chaos, to be able to bring order to um, the mayhem of a, of a 1980s Italian football match. Um, we never have the camera pan out, so we, we, we never see his, his vision. We never see one of two things that I find unparalleled in Maradona, which makes him the best player in the world. We, we don't see how he's able to control a football match through a combination of technique, personality, and vision. Um, this way he had of being able to bend a match to his will, um, 
opponents were intimidated by him. I think some of his teammates were intimidated by him. And he was the king of that space over and over and over again. We see the product of it. We see how Maradona went to an Argentinian side um, that were outsiders for the 1986 World Cup and was able to use this ability to lead them um, to glory in Mexico. And many of us who saw that tournament would have no doubts about this, but I don't think you could say it before or since about any particular player, even Pelé, Messi, Ronaldo, whoever you want to say. Um, you put Maradona into any of the eight quarterfinalists at uh, Mexico 86, and they win the tournament. He really was that good. Um, we see a lot of the movie concentrates on his time in Naples, so we see a lot of him uh, playing for Naples, and where the movie is at its best is identifying the, the close fit between the outsider from the Barrios of uh, Buenos Aires and the, the Neapolitans, the um, frankly racist abuse which is thrown at them by the city slickers of of the Milan Ultras and the uh, Juventus Ultras. Um, the two outsiders with chips on their shoulders came together and formed a perfect marriage, When, uh, uh, which is unusual for Maradona, um, when Maradona went to uh, Naples. And certainly growing up in a port city as I did in, in Liverpool, which also considered itself to be an outsider and is not short of chips on shoulders, um, I, I see that. I see how he how he galvanized the uh the the neapolitan public and he did something which never been done before or as far as i'm aware since he he led naples to two seria a scudetti um ex extraordinary feat when you think how the italian football um so much of it was concentrated in north in the northern powerhouses where the the money is where the connections are and where many of the best players and we don't really see how he did that we see the adulation of the fans indeed the opening sequence is absolutely fantastic it's a it's a white knuckle ride through the streets of naples to the unveiling of maradona um at uh the the stadium there um with 80,000 fans shouting and screaming if you think the reception Alan Shearer got when he went to Newcastle was quite something then I give you Maradona going to uh Naples or um you get that excitement and every now and again you see the leadership of the the man he's he's obviously speaks fluent or near fluent Italian um I've never heard Maradona speak in English. He doesn't need to. He's Argentine and played his career in Spain and in in Italy. Why should he? Um, but you, every now and again, it just breaks through. He he leads the songs, um, the wild celebrations in the uh, dressing room. Um, he takes the microphone and he interviews players. He interviews his president, with whom he certainly had a love hate relationship. Um, and in one lovely moment, you see him pull Chira Ferrara, the Italian uh, defender, and he says to him something like, this means more to you, Chira. You are a Neapolitan. And in that, you had 
Maradona, I think, almost summed up. It was exactly the right thing to say to Ferrara. It placed him both within the situation, but also without, because Maradona was an adopted Neapolitan, but he wasn't a Neapolitan. And it just gave him that distance that you see over and over again. And funnily enough, you see the distance as much in the eyes as you see in the genius on the field. Maradona is always in crowds. He's a small man, and so he's engulfed by crowds. You see the famous sort of tousled black locks uh, bobbing up, and then the face appears. And Maradona had a ready smile for fans. He had a uh, ready smile for photographs, the endorsements and the Rolexes that came from the very touchy guys with uh, who held the uh, who held the purse strings um, of Neapolitan society. Um, but as soon as the camera turns away, as soon as the flashlights stop, you see that that emptiness in the eyes, the 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 eyes that that are saying, "I don't really want to be here." All the time, he wants to be on a football field or celebrating football success. Um, and of course, it's that inability to find a, a a life that made sense to him outside of football, which plays at least some part in the spiral to addiction. And the film is imbalanced, really, because we get an awful lot of the spiral to addiction, and we get the interviews later on uh, when he was so fat and he's in tears, and it's it's genuinely pitiful of course he plays some role in that fall um but temptation was placed in front of him over and over and over again um he succumbed to it he was wrong to do so and uh he but he paid a he paid a heavy price for it i just don't think that's particularly interesting uh maradona did a lot of the coke maradona um had relationships with women outside of his uh, long-term girlfriend, and I think they were later married. They certainly had three children. And Maradona is a flawed man. Many men are. Uh, it doesn't excuse it. It doesn't excuse him. Um, but it's a much less interesting film than when we're seeing him uh, amongst his teammates and, and on the field. Um, so... I felt the movie was disappointing. I've I've written my review at letterboxd.com and you can read that. I am at GaryNaylor999 where you can also reach me on Twitter if you uh, have any comments on this review or indeed anything else. Um, but I read one review which my sort of 550 words uh, can be summed up by and um, that review just said... Uh, Movie, three stars. Maradona, five stars. A missed opportunity. Uh, there will be, I think, a more definitive documentary about Maradona. The most disappointing thing I can say about this one is that if you were my son's age, 22, or a friend of mine I work with, 22, um, and I've told them about Maradona, um, and I say, go and watch this film, when they watch this film, they'll have one thing comes to, come to mind. They'll say, what was all the fuss about? Because you never find the genius of Maradona in the film. And I think 
that is very disappointing. Do see it. You may find things uh, different. It does have some electrifying scenes, but um, its story is one where the emphasis should perhaps be elsewhere. So that's uh, my review at Ness and Dorma Podcast. If you go elsewhere on the Ness and Dorma Podcast uh, Twitter feed, you'll find other episodes. You'll find us on Acast and at iTunes. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, so your thoughts are welcome. Um, bye for now.